Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Uh, Flyers Daily, we're counting down the days to training camp 2022 and preparations for yet another season. And joining us in this episode is Flyers winger James Van Riemsdyk. James, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good. How was uh, how's summer been? How's the family? Yeah, summer was good. Uh, most of the time we were just in um, in Minnesota. So, uh, yeah, it's always nice to be back there. And uh, we're on a lake out there. So get to enjoy that uh, that stuff quite a bit. So, um yeah, it's good to get to be back in town, though, and starting to ramp up uh, to get ready uh, for the season to start. Pretty nice when you can go into the summer. The house is all done. I know you were building for a while there, and it was, you know, that can be tenuous when you got a couple of kids. Nice and relaxing, having all that stuff in the rearview mirror and just being able to enjoy the, the offseason, huh? Definitely, yeah. So, like, when the house was uh, finally finished, and one of the key things, I guess, there, too, is the gym that I had put in, and uh, that's always a uh, Again, makes it uh, pretty easy and uh, flexible as far as uh, the times you can get in there to do your work and you can go tinker with different things in your training uh, pretty much at any time that you want. So uh, that was uh, exciting to have all that right at my disposal. And then obviously being out, being on the lake and uh, things like that uh, and having that uh, sort of stuff to do day to day uh, makes it definitely a good balance uh, in the summer. When did you become really curious about the, the way you prepare your body and your sleep and you know all the recharging that it takes to play 82 games in a regular season it's it's a grind it's not just physical it's mental it's emotional all those things when did you become curious as a pro to really open your mind to different ways of doing things yeah you know what it's interesting I think um just growing up I was lucky enough to to play for a coach uh Alex De Palma so even at a young age like through like uh squirts and uh peewee and all that other stuff uh going on like he was always showing us things like whether it's stick handling the golf ball shooting pucks in the um in the driveway jumping rope uh doing push-ups instead of so it kind of always i was always kind of into it growing up and then as you get older um and you you kind of get exposed to more things you realize it really is your craft and you have to be so much more uh, detailed, specific, uh, have have intent with the things you're trying to train. Because, um, again, I think even even referring to it as training versus just working out, I think, uh, is a key mindset shift for uh, mm-hmm. for younger players, especially. I think uh, realizing that you're, you're in there to accomplish a specific task that's going to help you be a better player. And that should be kind of... Uh, um, the, the foundation of, of anything to do with, uh, your training. And you mentioned other things like sleep and recovery and things like that. So like all these things you can sort of, uh, start to tinker with, to, to find what works best for you. But, uh, yeah, I guess sort of, it just seems to be something I've always been uh, super into. And, uh, over the years you learn from a lot of really smart people and you try to, uh, maybe steal some things that you think can work in your routine and, uh, see if you have success with it. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely one of the parts of the game that I that I love is trying to figure out uh, different ways to to improve and get better and uh, get your body to feel better, get your body to respond um, in certain scenarios to help you uh, um, uh, execute better on the ice and and things like that. So it's it's constantly uh, a thing that you're trying to um, keep working at. It's it's just evolving, and I imagine for you especially, you know, with the way that sports science has gone and all the advancements in that element. It's not just go to the weight, you know, go to the weight room, throw up as much weight as you can, put all the muscle on you can. It's just evolving and working smarter, not harder. Is there one particular thing, breakthrough or thing that you learned at some point through your career that was really the one game changer for you and 
whether it's, you know, even just training or just, you know, taking care of your body? Is there one that you can cite that is a really big one for you? Yeah, I mean, it's tough to uh, point one thing uh, specifically. I think just having the the open mindedness to just be willing to always learn and always try new things. I think, again, uh, uh, you always have to be, like you mentioned, willing to evolve and um, um, maybe train a little bit differently and, and focus on different things that, uh, that that come up to really help you perform at a high level um, for a long period of time. So I think, yeah, just, just figuring out uh, whether it's different styles of training that work best, uh, maybe different styles of uh, soft tissue work and body work that work for you. And, and obviously, again, like keeping in mind that at the end of the day, this is all about being the best hockey player. Um, we can be. So obviously you, you get a lot of that by um, feeling your best and uh, helping your body, being able to accomplish different skills and tasks on the ice. So keeping that in mind with all the training where, um, again, we're, uh, we're judged by how we play on the ice. So you want to do things that can really help uh, in that matter versus doing things that maybe don't translate well to, uh, to hockey uh, for, for individuals. I know as a player, you don't like to think about what you're going to do after you're done playing. But I imagine all of this knowledge that you've gained and your open-mindedness, this could be something that you could share for many, many years and and help young players well past your playing time. Is it something that you're interested in in long-term or you just can't even go there yet as a player? Yeah, I mean, um, certainly, like you said, it's, a, it's definitely a passion of mine and um, a, a learning about all these different things and uh, how they can translate into – performance on the ice and again that's the goal at the end of the day for all this stuff that i do i think uh i i love to play the game but also i love this process of uh figuring all these things out and um tinkering that's why i love talking to you about it jason (laughs) you know what i mean because you're so curious i love it yeah exactly you got me rambling on about it but um (laughs) which is great but uh but no yeah there's definitely i think uh will be a time for, for that i mean it's funny how over the years where especially uh you, you, when you go to different places, uh, especially the first couple of weeks that you're with a new team and maybe uh, people are looking at you like, OK, you're doing this guy's doing something maybe a little bit different um, and how he's yeah. preparing himself. And and then usually it takes like a, a couple months and then maybe maybe guys start asking about uh, different things. So uh, I've always enjoyed that part of the game and I enjoy learning from different guys. And uh, hopefully, again, I can pass some things along to some of the younger guys to help them uh in their uh, journey as a, as a professional athlete and things like that. So it's definitely something uh, that, uh, that I get a lot of uh, enjoyment out of too. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, is you're, you evolve in so many ways in your training and your off seasons, but you do, I, I imagine you were still playing in the beauty league this year. How'd the beauty league go? Yeah, I was in a couple games of that uh, now with two kids. That's right around uh, bedtime for us. So, uh, so it was kind of a, uh, hit or miss for uh, some of the stuff, uh, making some of the games. But, uh, but no, I think that it's always uh, ran so well and make it pretty easy for the players to kind of show up and play. And they, again, raising some money for uh, different charities and stuff like that. So uh, it's definitely a great thing that uh, that's going on out there. And it's fun to, again, to be a part of that and uh, play a few games here and there. Yeah. It's always good to have a little like fun competition throughout the summer as well. Um, you know, James, You've been in the league a long time now. It's crazy. You know, I, I remember your rookie year talking to you back then. And all these years later, you, know, you played you know almost 900 games in the NHL. Uh, but your season that you're not oblivious to what is being said publicly. Your name was out there quite a bit in, in conversations about possibly being moved this offseason. How do you deal with, with that part of it, especially in an offseason where you're not as connected maybe to the team day to day because you're not around it? But how do you kind of deal with that from a mental standpoint and try and remain sane and also try and 
you know, recharge over the summer. Yeah, I actually, it's interesting in that respect. I think you, you gain experience over your career of how to not take those things personally. I think ultimately, if you look at our team last year, like obviously we, we didn't have a very good year. We definitely underachieved and things like that. So ultimately, uh, you expect to see some changes in, in different uh, areas. And obviously the personnel of the team is definitely one of those things. So you realize that in a situation like that, that no one's really safe. And I'm sure the team is going to look to really explore different things uh, to try to change up the mix or ch- try to get better in, in different uh, sorts of ways. So you don't try to take those things too personally. And ultimately, I think in the summer, it's easier to kind of let those things sort of roll off your back because, again, you're not there every single day and you're not around uh around uh the same routine every single day and things like that so um so yeah there there is that aspect of it so again that with 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 stuff like that uh, it's always cliche to say but you just try to stay in the stay in the present focus on the things you can control and that's uh obviously in the off season coming back and being prepared to 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 have a really good year so that's that's obviously what i focused on and um yeah, I'm excited uh, to be back here with the guys and uh, see if uh, we can start to develop some things and get off to uh, um, a great uh, a great start to the year. James, do you know which team you've played more games for, the Flyers or the Maple Leafs? I think at, probably now it's it's towards the end of last year. I want to say it, it has to be the Flyers now, right? I don't, I don't know the exact does, breakdown, yeah. but uh, it's got to be pretty close. 466 for the Flyers, 413 for the Leafs. Um, 268 points for the Flyers, 294 for the Leafs. So uh, you're just tipping the scale slightly in the Flyers' direction. But what's it going to be like? Because you've never gone to a Flyers training camp or started a Flyers season as a member of this team without number 28 there, Claude Giroux. And he's in Ottawa now. Um, You know, there's obviously a a void that it takes place on and off the ice uh, with a guy who was a captain since, I guess, 2012 or 2013. Uh, what's that going to be like with no Claude Giroux as a, a member of the team? Yeah, that's going to be uh, pretty uh, pretty bizarre for sure. Yeah, I mean, like you just said, I mean, he's been around uh, in the organization since, what, 2006, I think he was drafted in. He's yeah. played uh, a thousand games and was it 14 years or whatever he played here and um, was such a big part of the team and um, did a lot of great things uh, for the organization. So uh, when a guy like him uh, – moves on certainly there's a little bit of a, a shuffle and a shift and um um and again it's, it creates just an opportunity for different guys to maybe step into um different sorts of roles and uh and things like that but uh but certainly again all the stuff that uh, claude did for uh the franchise and all the success uh, that he was able to have here and um how great of a player he was for the organization uh, definitely it's a little bit odd uh like i know when they were taking some of his uh banners down or not banners the maybe the 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 photos of him um around the practice rank you're like oh wow this is uh this is real this happened so i remember thinking that last year just because he was there for so long but uh like we were saying before i mean it's the the business side of the game and um these things uh these things sort of happen but uh obviously we got to view it as uh, an opportunity now um for different guys to step into uh, to different roles and uh, to grab a hold of uh, uh, different things um, a little more. So, um, so yeah, that's uh, the opportunity now that lies uh, ahead of all of us. Let me ask you about Torts because, look, Torts comes in with a reputation. I think some of it is earned. Um, some of it, I think, is kind of reported on a little bit sideways at times when it comes to Torts. He is tough on players, though. We know that. He's going to push guys to their limit and beyond. And, 
you know, the day to day of playing under torts may not be the most pleasurable experience all the time, but you know, a lot of guys after they get done playing for torts are really kind of thankful for the, the way he was able to push them through barriers. They didn't know they could break through. What are you looking forward to well, with playing with torts? Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad I have a little bit of experience with them uh, at the world cup. And uh, I think that was 2016. So I know I'm a little bit as, as far as uh, playing for him in a short tournament like that. And of course uh, playing is uh, playing over the years, you, you hear different stories about uh, different players and coaches and stuff like that. But I think the one thing I really appreciate about torts is uh, just kind of his honesty and upfrontness, and he's going to tell you how he sees it. And um, I think uh, especially uh, as you play, more more and more years that that's you kind of uh again sometimes like you mentioned it may not be the easiest conversations to have but you appreciate uh um that honesty and stuff like that so i think that'll be a good thing um for our team and um again just that uh that culture he wants to instill and that accountability he wants to instill he again you could tell uh he he really is passionate about the game he loves the game and um um, again, as someone uh, like myself who, uh, who really loves what he does, I think that you, you love being around people like that, that uh, really love what they do. So, um, so yeah, that's going to be super exciting, uh, again, to, to get started here and uh, see what we can do as a team. Yeah, that's the funny thing. It's really important for a player to know a couple of things. You know, you don't want to ever go to the rink wondering, what does the coach think of my play? What, how do, what does the coach want me or need me to do? With torts, you'll never wonder that. Exactly. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think um, it's very direct, his style of communication and uh, makes things clear. But I, I think, too, at the end of the day, like he's uh, he's one to have those conversations with players where there is that little bit of that uh, that give and take as far as that that uh, communication uh, from both sides. So I think um, he leans on the players a little bit to um, obviously to get the best out of them, but he also wants to hear from us about different things and how we can, again, we all, we all want the same thing. We're all trying to, to win games and, uh, be the best team we can be. So I think, um, obviously, uh, we're, we're all have that common goal together. So, uh, just being, the more we can, uh, communicate effectively and things like that, I think it uh, creates for a great, uh, environment. Last thing for you, James, um, getting back you know, into town and getting on the ice with your teammates and getting back into the swing of things, you'll start camping now less than two weeks time and a long season is ahead. Uh, is it, you know, that, that feeling of getting back with the boys and kind of getting back into that rhythm, a, a pretty good feeling for you at this point, you know, you've been playing a lot of years in this league, but getting back into it, I imagine is something that you look forward to. And ultimately when you do hang them up many years from now, you look back and go, man, I miss that part of it, getting back in that camaraderie with the boys. Yeah, absolutely. I think always that first uh, that first kind of a couple weeks that everyone gets back into town right before training camp starts and the butterflies you kind of have and that uh, that that uh, that good sort of nervous energy to start mm -hmm. the year um, is definitely something uh, that's that I enjoy and uh, to be back here again for, for to start another season and obviously again we're I don't think we're naive to the sense of. Uh, of some of the outside uh, noise as far as the things around the team. But I think we're excited to come in there, come together as a team and uh, really see what, uh, what we can do. So uh, again, we're excited to, to get started and uh, kind of hopefully let our play uh, do the talking. Yeah. And control controllable, like you said before, it's so important. Um, James, thanks for doing this, man. I really appreciate the time. Best of luck in the, in the ramp up to camp here. And then once camp gets underway, we'll be talking soon and, uh, enjoy what's left of this uh, off season for you, and uh, we'll talk soon.
Alrighty, that sounds good. Thanks so much. Many thanks to James Van Riemsdyk for taking the time to join us on this episode of Flyers Daily. Training camp right around the corner. Rookie camp begins on Wednesday, on the ice on Thursday. So more coming your way, including another edition of Flyers Daily Monday with Bill Meltzer. We'll start to tackle the 20 most pertinent questions to the Flyers season. We'll do part one of that this Monday. So join us then. Everybody, have a great weekend. Enjoy your weekend. And we'll talk to you Monday on a brand new Flyers Daily.